Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Roses are red, violets are blue. Trim your balls nice and your date will thank us too. What's up, fellas? Valentine's Day is a knocking, and Manscaped is a remedy for what the love doctor ordered. His prescription, the all-new Performance Package 5.0 Ultra, designed to elevate your grooming game and shine like the heartthrob you are. Now you can join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with their exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com to stack 20% off plus free shipping with promo code FRATCHAT. Oh, yeah. Right, and we are recording. We are recording on Super Bowl Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. (laughs) That's right, kids. You ready to see a bloodbath? Well, it's Sunday, bloody Sunday, here at the Franchise Podcast. Yeah. (laughs) I miss monster trucks and shit like that. Like, I just want to see some. Some fucking blood rolling hair. <laughs> oh my gosh. Monster trucks were such a big deal when I was younger. What happened to them? Did everyone die? <laughs> I, think, I think all the drivers died in there for sure. Uh, I do know there's still a thing. Because a uh, fellow brother, former frat brother of ours, and uh, awesome producer in front of the show, Zach Guten, took, uh, took his son to one in California recently. But, but I haven't seen them here. Maybe the East Coast isn't just civil enough for monster trucks. You know what I mean? You know, I saw a picture of Zach recently, and he looks amazing. Yeah, he does. Shout out to Mr. Guten. Lost a good amount of weight. Looks great. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think I don't think our coast deserves uh, monster trucks. If you ever been to an Eagles game or a Jets game or anything like that, there's always fights. And it's always between the dumbest people. So I think that explains why they don't have monster trucks. I'm gonna go with that. We're too stupid for it, and I can accept it. <laughs> but anyways, we're going to do this in uh, three, uh, two, uh, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. Now back together at the Frat Shop Podcast. I'm Carlos Garcia with Chris, Steve O'Moore. How's it going, Mr. Buongiorno. I'm back. Right. I, um, uh, I have a little bit of a migraine, and so I'm recording in my bed. I was like, Ooh. I just want to be comfortable. And Ooh. the and my my the, my ring light that I tend to use was right. Oh yes, yeah, Simo. <laughs> it's, it's I'm actually, recording in my bed, ladies and gentlemen. It's actually good that there's not a black light over there, otherwise you'd see a lot of stains where Simo's recording from. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stains. I get a lot. I record CSI really episodes in, in his bedroom. <laughs> I get so much action in here, but what you don't know is that it's normally just me in here by just myself. Just 
just them in there doing just, uh, all the dirty things restaining the walls <laughs> you know uh okay so i wanted to tell you that in italy i learned a few things mm-hmm. i learned that coffees are very tiny mm-hmm. everyone drinks cappuccinos mm-hmm. but uh if they if you ask for like a coffee sometimes they'll say taller short and they're referring to espresso shots so i i was kind of like even a tall is still like a shot so i i kept asking like where can i go just to get a really big venti fucking coffee i just want a big gulp of coffee (laughs) but no one offers that so i would i would go to some place and be like can i have three cappuccinos because three cappuccinos were the size of like a regular coffee you know Mm. um but See, some places in Milan, huh? And our country, I mean, in Latin America, it's the same thing. Our coffees are much smaller. But that's the difference between how America drinks coffee versus the rest of the world. And I've even been Americanized. Like, I'm drinking this massive fucking coffee thing right now that Venezuela will be unheard of. But, like, in Caracas, you get, like, a literally get, like, a cafe con leche, coffee, milk, sugar. Delicious. But it comes in, and it's, like, it's a beautiful little cup super great quality coffee and it's more like a like a delicacy you know you eat it like it's almost like even like a dessert you have it as a it's, it's like a nice thing to have to break up your day make you feel nice like here in america it's like cocaine on the go like oh god gotta get my coffee you know like gotta go to work a big meeting and you know you hate your jobs let me drink a third cup of coffee it's 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 different so yeah, I can see that it would be teeny tiny coffees over there for sure. Venezuela were the same. I had some of the best pasta I think I've ever had in Milan, and um, uh, they serve pasta as like an appetizer. Mm. The main course was like a big like meat dish of some sort, but like pasta Damn. was an appetizer, Ooh. and um, I was really caught off guard because for us it's like a main dish, yeah. and their portions are smaller. And I was thinking to myself, like, wow, even at the airport, I was like, wow, people are a lot thinner here in Europe than they are. In- <laughs> yeah, well, they got to walk around so much, too. It's like, uh, we're, 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 I mean, anyway, like, at least New York, we, you know, you do some heavy walking, too. So we, we're different. But, like, remember living in Maryland, like, how often did you walk anywhere? You know, you drive. It's real. Like, it's the same, you know, same shit. Like, Italy, like, I remember uh my my brother actually his wife is she's half italian half indian so has family in italy and stuff and they go all the time whenever they go they drop a bunch of weight because walking around and they're my sister-in-law is already a fit girl she goes to like classes she works out all the time you know so if she even drops a couple of pounds while she's there it just goes to show the lifestyle you know and you eat a lot and you drink a lot but you're fucking walking it off so not a bad place to be. I I also took a train from Milan to Switzerland. It was an hour ride, and then I got off in this town called Lugano, nice. and it's right along the lake and surrounded by mountains. It's beautiful. Switzerland might be the most beautiful place I've ever seen, and it was. So, I felt like I was in Twilight Land because um, there's not one cigarette butt on the street. There's no litter. <laughs> there's no one asking me for money. There was. Um, it was just the cleanest, but it almost felt like, um, it almost felt a little creepy. I was told that if you got pulled over by the cops for speeding, 
the speeding ticket would be proportional to your income. Oh. So they would know exactly how much money you make and they would charge you accordingly. So like So they would yeah, charge I, I me two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I was saying that too. I was like, here's fifty cents, sir. Um, sir, we owe you money. <laughs> so the most interesting thing though that happened was um so my husband came with me only for a couple of days. He's in Brazil right now, mm-hmm. but he came with me uh, and we stayed two days in Switzerland okay. and in this town called Lugano, it's like the Italian part of Switzerland. Nope. So everyone spoke Italian. All the food was Italian. And uh, uh, we wanted to go out one night just to get a drink, but everything closed at like 11 and I got back from work super late. So I asked the hotel, I said, is there any place you can think of, like any bars that we can go to? And they said, no, all the bars are closed. I said, well, just like not like a nightclub. Like, what do you guys do? And they said, nightclub. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) we got a nightclub for you. So they sent us to this nightclub. (laughs) (laughs) When we walked in, uh, everything was like pink and all the furniture was like, like pink and furry and there was like beautiful like Millen Monroe mosaics on the wall and oh. there was like all these gay icons like pictures all over the wall and I thought this must be a gay bar and there's all these beautiful girls and I was like it has to be a gay bar you know right. um but then but then the girls were very aggressive oh oh very it's aggressive <laughs> um more than that so I didn't know I know now but I should have asked the front desk of my hotel for a disco because in mm-hmm. Europe, or at least in Switzerland, a dance club for them is called a disco. Yes. A, and a nightclub nightclub. <laughs> for them is um, a strip club, which is almost synonymous for a brothel. Because yeah, lady of the night. Legal. <laughs> and so um, they were very aggressive. And um, you're like, I'm gay, I'm gay. <laughs> Yeah, one kept touching my backside, like where my wallet was. Mm. And I turned to my husband. I said in front of her, I was like, if this bitch touched my backside one more time, I'm going to jump across the table and beat the fuck out of her. I'm not playing with her. And then she got up and she walked away. But um, I was so tense. I was like, to my husband, don't touch anything. We're going to catch um, hepatitis. Don't yeah. touch anything. So um, uh, it was one girl was like, I can only talk to you if you buy me a drink. And I was like, I'll buy you a drink. What do you want? And she's like, champagne. And she just handed me the champagne menu. And the bottle started at $900. Like, where am I? But yeah, Ooh. Switzerland was very expensive. Wow. And if you want to go to a strip club, ask for a nightclub. But if you want to go out for a drink and dance, it's called a disco, which I thought died in the 70s, but apparently not in Europe. Yeah, totally. Totally. I think I can speak for most men when I say, we want to have better sex. And for the sake of our partner, we may need to have better sex, fellas. Because no one likes it when you bring a wet noodle to a barbecue party. Write that down. The issue is that over-the-counter erection pills contain unregulated chemicals, suggest unsafe doses, and include the risk of several other health problems. And who wants that? It's like those drug prescription ads where everybody's like sitting there playing volleyball at the beach, but they're dying of herpes. Not cool. That's why we partnered with our friends over at Joy Mode. Whether you're looking to spice up your intimate moments or increase your confidence in the bedroom, Joy Mood makes all-natural and science-backed supplements dedicated to helping men perform better across their core functions. Oh, yeah. 
The trademark product, the sexual performance booster, is every man's solution for increased blood flow down below, firmness, stamina, and performance of your favorite friend. It's like a pre-workout before your buddy down below. And let me tell you, it works. And the best part, the product is totally safe. All ingredients have been assessed in peer-reviewed journals. All ingredients have been studied and researched in humans. It comes in a palm-sized little packet, like your favorite electrolyte powder. Just simply mix one of these bad boys right in with six to eight ounces of water, 45 minutes before sexual activity, and watch the magic unfold. Like, you know when you start blowing up an inflatable castle? It's sort of like that, but down below. But it's time to redefine your intimacy and go to usejoymo.com for 20% off with promo code FRATCHAT. Oh, yeah, that's 20% off and free shipping with promo code FRATCHAT at usejoymode.com. Ingredients with integrity, it's joy mode, baby. Oh, wow. That is fucking wild. I can't believe that. <laughs> Honestly, though, that makes total sense. I can, I would have been stuck in the same same situation. I wouldn't have caught on. It's a disco, but yeah, it makes sense. Because yeah. in, uh, in Venezuela, uh, even uh, it's it's a discotheque. You know, where you go dancing yeah. is the discotheque. So that's why you know you go to the disco. It's like it's not for us. It's disco music, and we think of like uh, uh fucking the Bee Gees. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, I told a friend desk at the hotel, I said, you sent us to a strip club. And he was like, that's what you asked that's for. That's what you wanted, sir. I said, look at this face. Listen to my voice. Does it sound like and look like I want to go, like, go, like, munch some chocha? You kidding me? Like, please. <laughs> to be gay. fair, maybe it's like a very manly accent. You know what I mean? Or... <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty metro out there, you know? <laughs> yeah. They're like, do you work? You're a comedian. We thought you were a lumberjack. <laughs> no, no, I'm a comedian. That's right. Oh man! And actually, well, uh, so th- this uh, this reminds me a little bit of uh, the the Mount. Is it Mount Everest by uh, by Switzerland? Am I totally crazy? <laughs> no, it isn't. Mount Everest in Asia. <laughs> I'm crazy, I but I was thinking of the Swiss yeah. Alps, and then you know they're pretty high up. And then it made me start thinking of this little news story I got for you uh, that I think is going to hit you right on the GBs. And uh, thank you. Big shout out to BBCnews.com. It's BBC.com. Again, not the BBC that Steve O Googles, but maybe that disco or nightclub would have been, would have been a different story. But uh, if you do, naive listeners, BBC stands for Big Black Cock. That's right. (laughs) That's right. And bring back Carlos, my petition to get myself uh, back to uh, SNL. But you know, see, (laughs) (laughs) just Google both; (laughs) it'll come up. (laughs) Anyways, um, from Mount Everest, if you could find yourself there, apparently, uh, people who go there have begun to make a. the mountain's stinky, especially these climbers, these rich bastards. They go over there that think they're cool for climbing Mount Everest. But at the end of the day, they're just hiring a Sherpa to fucking do all the work. But anyways, that's besides the point. Apparently, uh, people have been leaving their bad shit in Mount Everest. 
So uh, there's a bunch of complaints that human poop is visible on rocks and some climbers are falling sick, uh, which is not good. Slip on it. Yep. You can slip on it. You can, you know, (laughs) get really sick, I guess, if you eat around it. Because the thing is, it gets so cold over there that poop left on Mount Everest does not fully degrade. And of course, there's jerks everywhere. So now there's a new rule uh, that people climbing Mount Everest will now have to clear up their own poop and bring it back to base camp to be disposed of. And uh, (laughs) here's the thing. They will be given the poop bags to buy at the base camp and they will be checked upon their return. <laughs> they checked the poop? <laughs> so there's yeah. so, uh, a poop bag. <laughs> you know, like when you're leaving Walmart and they look at your receipt and into your bag? <laughs> yeah. Just like that. Just like that. It's like, oh, wow. You uh, ate a lot of corn, huh, oh sir? Oh, my God. Have a nice day. <laughs> oh, good Lord. This one's Ew. a liquidy one. Because <laughs> I think it... If it was me, to be completely honest, um, if I had to take a dump outside, I would pick it up with toilet paper and just toss it as far as I can off the beaten path. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. Because, uh, I mean, as long as it's not, like, where they can walk, can't you just throw it out in the wilderness? Won't, like, an animal eat it? <laughs> but and then, and then when I came back to base, I would just fill my little turd bags up with some rocks. And they wouldn't know. I'd just say it's frozen. <laughs> yeah, this is very frozen poop. <laughs> clack, clack. Now, but here's the thing. Apparently, <laughs> that's what people were doing before. Now, in the woods, you can just bury your shit. Or you dig a little hole, poop in it, cover it up in dirt. Biodegrades, good for the earth. But apparently here, since it doesn't degrade, that's the problem. And take a wild guess how much human shit is estimated to be in Mount Everest. Just take a guess. See if you're close. Like in pounds? And whatever number you want to give me, because it's a big number. You can give me the pounds. 5,000. 5,000? Yes. I think that's close. How many? 3,000 pounds. Oh no, you're way under. Uh, there are uh, three tons what? in shit. Yeah. That's like three hippopotamuses. Yeah. Yeah. 6,613 pounds and 87, I don't know, milli pounds. I don't know what the fuck is the point. 874 Google, but. <laughs> Yeah, that's how much shit there is. Oh my god! And apparently half of that is in like the South Call, I think. I think is is known as Camp Four. Uh, so it's all about half of it is in one area, and it's been called the Open Toilet now. So it's uh, no good, no good. You know, if I was gonna climb a mountain, I think I would probably eat a really hearty meal. Um, and so I, I, I feel like. When I'm at the gym, if I eat before I go to the gym, just from moving around so much, my stomach churns, and I produce a big fucking turd. So I feel like I can imagine climbing the mountain and like being like, uh-oh. Oh, absolutely. You got to go. You know what I mean? And, you, and all the stuff you're eating to keep you, you know, you got to eat a lot of stuff that's heavy in protein, heavy in fiber, things like that to keep you powered up while you're there. So all those things are making you have... 
extreme poopies. Does Fiverr have any other significance other than just making you poop? I don't know. That's a good question. What is Fiverr good for? Let's Google that, good people. Because people are always like, this oh, and wow. that is so rich in Fiverr. I'm like, just call a spade a spade. This will make you poop. Yeah, no, it's good. It makes you shit, but apparently it's good for diabetes. It improves your cholesterol. Uh, good for cardiovascular diseases. Better gut health. Uh, and then it goes into like healthy bowel movement, longer life, weight control, controlled body weight. Because you're just <laughs> pooping it all away. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, Carlos Garcia here, coming to you live from the bathroom. That's right, I'm on the toilet right now. And that's because today's episode is sponsored by Tushy, and I can't get enough of it. In fact, in the future, people are going to laugh about how we used to just leave dirty poo-poo in our booty holes all day. Like, come on, man. Deep down inside, we all know that using toilet paper alone leaves nasty and smelling bacteria behind our butts. We know it. You know it. Everybody knows it. However, Tushy has finally made number two cleanup way more hygienic and better for the environment. In fact, you now can have a fresh stream of water, the same water as your sink or your shower, to clean up your booty after every poop. And Tushy's bidets are so easy to set up on any toilet. In under 10 minutes, you can set up your home bidet that will change your life forever. I'm not even kidding. This product is life-changing. And if we're being honest here, it feels pretty good too. How do I know? I'm using it right now. However, for a limited time only, our listeners get 10% off your entire order at hellotushy.com. That's right. Go to hellotushy.com, H-E-L-L-O-T-U-S-H-Y.com, and use promo code FRATCHAT for 10% off. It's time to get rid of those skid marks once and for all with Tushy. Oh, yeah. Now, you know what we got to do is now that there's this new rule of pooping in bags and uh, at Mount Everest, we got to bring the ambassador, the ambassador of pooping in bags, <laughs> during vacations to teach the people the message. We got to send Mama Mo to be the official spokesperson yeah, of Mount Everest, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> send us money at Brad Chat Podcast, and we'll send Simo's mom to train these people how to shit in a bag right. <laughs> I think they should put her face on the That's bag. right. With a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Or number two. <laughs> so you know you're good. Speaking of pooping, yeah, you're number know, two a lot of people mama. like to eat a lot of people like to eat buffalo wings today because today we're recording on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. And a buffalo wings is a big deal. And uh tomorrow everyone's gonna have buffalo wings. Oh yeah. Tomorrow's the, the diarrhea capital. Buffalo butt day. Tomorrow should be National Diarrhea Day because it's gonna be bad. Yeah. I'm even making buffalo wings here. Uh, I'm not going anywhere for the game tonight because I actually want to watch it, and I'm not going. I'm still hangovers. Kicked my ass for two days now, and uh, we had a pretty epic, uh, the greatest comedy show of all time on Friday. So shout out to all the comics, New York City people who came out to watch. You're all fucking awesome. It was honestly a great show. Yeah, it was one of the funniest shows we've had, and we've had some fucking killers. So, uh, very happy, very proud, and we'll be back. So, uh, keep an eye out for dates at tiny.cc/slash greatest comedy show. It's gonna be epic. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm hurting, I'm tired. Want to watch the game? I don't want to be bothered. 
and uh, I'm getting old, <laughs> so I think that's how she'll partially yeah, you're old. <laughs> like fuck that. You're getting old. <laughs> I got I I'm still rocking the bangs, so you can't see the wrinkles in my forehead. Yeah. I um, you know, I will say I didn't feel good on Friday during the show. But I don't think the audience knew. You know why? Because I'm a fucking trooper. I am a fucking beast. <laughs> yeah, they just. I've had a migraine. They just thought it was part of his act. And uh, it worked. It worked. Honestly, sometimes I have the best shows and auditions when I'm not feeling well. Because you're not as nervous, per se. Like, it takes away all the nerves. You're just trying to survive. When you're just trying to get through something. <laughs> In some weird way, it gives you that fuck it energy. Like you just do the best you can or you're out of there. And it's actually the best way to like work in life. Just do the best you can and get the fuck out of there and let the universe do the rest as opposed to getting all heady about it. So I've found that when I've like feel awful and I've done shows or, or auditions, I typically do really well, which is wild. I don't know. It's a- you know, I pump out push-ups before an audition mm-hmm. because if i'm physically exhausted then i i am not in my head that's good that's a good idea and I, i'm not i'm not nervous i don't get nervous when i'm like exhausted See, my problem is i walk into much, the so i would be <laughs> super sweaty but then i feel like i breathe better whenever i go to the audition room i always think about like my, my favorite ice cream or like spaghetti or something and so i, I want to make sure that i'm um i'm entering the space with positive vibes and food makes me happy that's good see i use the now i use the scariness into the work but for me i just breathe like i realize like i'm gonna be nervous that's part of it and uh fuck it let me just breathe and be as present and like in the moment with the person i'm working with as possible and that's it let whatever comes out come out and then after that drop it and forget it (laughs) Because there's always something that, you know, like, especially as actors or, or creatives, like, there's always something that you can tweak to make it a little better. But, like, once you do it, like, just let it go. Like, if it's a joke, obviously, you can fucking go back and take a couple words out and keep saying it. But, like, if it's a live audition or you did the one take in your theater, you know, in your play or whatever, like, that's it. Forget it. Can't go back in time. Do it different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just fucking go. Um I think actors particularly get so heady about, damn it. If maybe I would have, you know, sneezed during that take, I could be famous right now. Like I would have gotten the role, ah, you know, and then they fucking get really depressed. Uh, it's good not to be that way. So just know, do the best you can, let it go. And uh, I don't know how we you took know, a detour for a masterclass for actors, but... <laughs> I did an audition one time in college. We had to audition for everything as a, as an acting student. Mm-hmm. And I had no intention of being in this musical. I was like, I'm not a singer. I don't, oh, yeah, I'm I don't not do a dancer. Musicals. I don't, I, I don't want to be a part of this, but I had an audition anyway. And so I was like, I'm, I'm going to give it my all. And I, I had this song from this musical called Oklahoma. And, uh, um, you know, that, you know, that's the, the, you ever heard the, oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. Yeah, I got a beautiful feel. You know, that's, that's, that's from that uh, musical. But, but um, uh, I remember I gave them the, the sheet music and I said, I'm doing a song from Oklahoma by Roger Hammerstein. 
And they all started laughing at me. I guess there's two men. They're called Rogers and Hammerstein. Oh, God. And I said, this is like Roger Hammerstein. And I was like, hit it. Oh, and the two, and you don't know what to do. What? <laughs> then my teacher later was like, like, Chris, you were so funny. That was so funny. No, how do you come up with this stuff? And I was like, what are you talking about? But, uh, I was working my ass like, off, lady. What are you doing? <laughs> they're, they're, they're probably thinking like, how is this closeted gay fag not familiar with Roger and Hammerstein? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's wild. Oh, God. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, uh, to take us into another little quick deal detour, it is super. We're recording this a Super Bowl Sunday. By the time this comes out, it'll be Tuesday, so two days removed from it. But uh, this wasn't originally something I was going to talk about. But uh, Julie sent or, or was talking to me about this influencer, uh, Dr. Bradley Campbell. And normally, this guy did post against uh, some conspiracy theories, which I really like. And some, some pro- not conspiracy, propaganda stuff about, like, the food industry and stuff uh, that fucks you up. Uh, like, uh, and even, like, the debunking the myth study, the twin study that was put out on Netflix, uh, which was a very interesting documentary until you figure out that it's fucking sponsored by... Uh, the, the same people that own the Impossible Burger Company. <laughs> uh, and it's like, oh, there's a message there. But then this dude literally starts saying how football is bad for you and how sports is bad for you. And the first line alone, I'm like, this fucking guy. He says, sports steals your fertile energy, your adrenal energy, your jing. Your balls, your testosterone, your libido, your life force, your soul and spirit. But why? I love watching the Super Bowl. But if you regularly watch sports, it might be ruining your life. Because your brain doesn't know the difference between watching violence and being in the violence. It raises your heart rate. Like watching violent or scary shows or movies. As a man or a woman, you need competition and drive to make change happen. To better yourself. To make your life amazing. What happens when you have built up anger and injustice about how horrible the system in charge of you, making you a deaf slave? Is that when you watch the violence and the inner anger inside of you or your never comes out? Huh? When you lose that anger by your brain thinking or pretending you're the one fighting on TV, you also lose your creative force to make change. That's what controls fertility. Adrenal energy, your liver, your kidneys, your brain, your bones, your connection to source of spirit. And what motivates you to do better. They trick you into thinking you're a fan of a team. That you know and bond with these players and coaches and commenters. This is the modern day Coliseum. It keeps you soft and weak and less than men. And that... Yep. Gay. <laughs> so gay. I mean, seriously. Fuck! I just couldn't. I, I mean, just alone, the thought of saying that it steals your fertile energy, sir. Do you know how many fucking babies have been conceived at football games? From from every level, from high school through college to the NFL, 
There's been more babies conceived than Hall of Famers, for God's sakes. Fuck out of here. People go, they drink, they bang. It doesn't steal shit, it raises it. It makes you have fun. Which you makes you take away from the boredom of life, goddammit, and the problems of life. And if you look at the world right now, it's pretty goddamn fucked up. So why not take a little break from it? Sure, the Coliseum. You know why Caesar and, and, the, and the goddamn emperors in, in, in Greece decided they needed the Coliseum? Because they knew times were goddamn tough for their people. And if they just faced them with the bullshit all day long, they were going to have a goddamn rebellion. So they needed entertainment. That's where it came from. They just didn't have TVs and fucking cool writers. So if they wanted to see a man fight a lion, they had to do it. <laughs> but that's the same thing. You need entertainment. So Dr. Bradley Campbell, this sounds to me like you were that fucking loser who didn't get picked first in any sport ever. <laughs> and believe me, second dig is not a sport. So please, sir, uh, chill out with the goddamn anecdotes. It doesn't do anything. It's entertainment, for God's sakes. Yeah, I agree. And I also think it's pretty pres presumptuous for him to assume that I want to maintain my fertile energy. Yeah. I don't... I'm not making babies. Yeah, fuck that. Take it. <laughs> you know what? You know what, Doc? If you need some testosterone, I got some for you. Mm -hmm. How about you suck a dick up for a hiccup, you little bitch? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think if, if, if that's the case, if he's like, like, um, you know, you shouldn't watch scary things or, or violent things on TV, including sports, well, then don't turn on the five o'clock. Yeah, the news. And live in a bubble, and let me know how that goes yeah, for you. The real world right now is pretty fucking violent, sir. There's wars everywhere. There's fucking uh, terrorism everywhere. There's crime everywhere. Uh, yeah, you need a fucking break from all of it. And football is like, these guys get paid millions of dollars to give us that break. So stop, stop shitting on it. Like, come on. I got to say, you guys, I was a little skeptical installing my own home today. But after trying Tushy, I'm in love. It was so easy to install, and my booty has never felt cleaner. And now I can say goodbye to the days of phantom poops. You know phantom poops. It's like the days where you got to keep wiping over and over, but somehow you can't get rid of it all. And, like, you're just wiping for, like, 25 minutes. And it's like, oh, my God, how can I get my booty clean? And it just doesn't happen. Those days are over. Plus, Tushy is not just good for your booty. It's good for Mother Earth. That's right. Because it's no secret that toilet paper is bad for the environment. Now, the Tushy Bidet also stays clean and hygienic with its patented self-cleaning smart spray. The nozzle self-cleans before and after each use automatically. So you ain't got to do it anything. The buildup resistant design also helps you to minimize grime buildup and it even has an antimicrobial knobs. Oh yeah, stays clean all day long, just like your booty. Now, every Tushy Bidet comes with a 30-day hassle-free return and a 12-month warranty. It's risk-free to join over 3 million real pooping humans who have made this switch to a cleaner and more confident butt, including this booty right here. And now you too can get that fresh out of the shower feeling at HelloTushy.com. In fact, for a limited time, our listeners get 10% off your entire order when you use promo code FRATCHAT at checkout. That's 10% off your order at HelloTushy.com, H-E-L-L-O-T-U-S-H-Y.com with promo code FRATCHAT. It's time to back that ass up with confidence with Tushy. 
Come on. He's a chiropractor, too. Like, you know how many clients you probably get from football? Chill out. So he's not even a real doctor. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, of course, he puts, Where's you know, doctor MD, whatever sir? in his hand. Well, sir, you're not a doctor. You have a doctorate. <laughs> Very different. Absolutely, totally different. Doctor. Asshole. If anything, we're all doctors here. <laughs> I mean, we're all cracking our own joints. That's right. Let me. Oh, oh yeah. Him. <laughs> Fuck you, Doctor Bradley Campbell in quotations mark. I have a master of science. Does that make me a fucking scientist? No, my master of science is in public relations with a business track. <laughs> Got you. Specify these things. It should be Doctorate Bradley I mean, Campbell. Doesn't fit. I will say lower it to doctorate, Brad. <laughs> One of my favorite things to do is to watch chiropractor videos. Mm, yeah, they're so fun. I, re- I, I really actually need one on YouTube. Doctor Bradley, if you don't hate us too much after making fun of you on this segment, and you want to come crack my back? It's been fucked yeah. for the last two weeks. I feel like an old man. Uh, even at the show, like <laughs> I was trying not to drop anything or move too much because literally it just hurts so bad right now. Every time I try to like bend over, I'm like, ah! Is it from lifting? Your arms are getting big, dude. Thanks, brother. Um, I don't think so because I haven't. I mean, it could be at the end of the day, uh, but it's like I, I just did an awkward little movement a couple weeks ago, and then the right side of my back went out, and uh, and this was while sitting at home. And then I think from compensating to laying on the left side, now the left side of it is fucked up. <laughs> so it's, uh, but I, I just need to stretch more. And I think, I mean, if it still keeps hurting in the next 48 hours, I'm going to go to a chiropractor to uh, get that shit moving again. It's just, can, can Julie walk on your back? Uh, nah, she doesn't know how to do it. And I've, I've, I had a girlfriend do that to me once. And the thing is, if you know what you're doing, it's great. But she didn't, and it fucked me up even worse. <laughs> and I uh, I love Julie, but she's clumsy as shit. So I have a feeling you know, it wouldn't be good for me. <laughs> I went on a date with this guy one time. It was our second date. And um, I said, let's go to a spa. And the reason is because I wanted to see him with his shirt off. Mm. So I said, let's go to... So I was like, I'm not going to put out on the second date. I'm a fucking lady. So I'm going to take him to a spa and I want to see, I'm going to see some skin. So, um, we are, we got this like couple's massage and we're both laying down face down. And she says to him, this, this little, like tiny little Asian woman was like, she's like, you are a strong man. You like it. Um, uh, hard massage. You want it rough. Oh, he was like, yeah. And then I, they didn't ask me, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I, I'm strong too, and I want to, I want a rough massage. I've never been in so much pain in my life. <laughs> like, I, sure, you buddy. See my face. <laughs> you could have seen my face in that little hole. I was like cringing the whole time, and I was, I was like holding back tears. It hurt so bad, but she was like walking on me and jumping and bouncing, and when she had her elbow. In, in my in my side oh god that hurt so bad one point she <laughs> she pulled my arms back so it was like arching my lower back she pulled my arms all the way back it hurt i've never been in so much pain in my life say <laughs> like, please stop <laughs> but I, I was such a, a loser <laughs> you know like 
I I am strong too. I have muscles. <laughs> They're like, sure you do, buddy. <laughs> Whatever you say, big guy. <laughs> Man. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we gotta we gotta hit it with one. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is on the agenda today? What are we talking about? Because I have a feeling that we have a holiday coming up. Oh, yeah. Because as we said, ladies and gentlemen, it's Super Bowl Sunday. Bloody Sunday. Chiefs versus 49ers. But that's not what we're going to talk about today. No. Because you know what? You know what's even better, you guys? It's even more important, you guys? Love. Eh, <laughs> love because we care about love here at the frat chat podcast and it's valentine's day this week in fact this comes out tuesday the 13th i believe yep uh next day wednesday is valentine's day so just in time to save your holiday just in time to make it better or just in time to prevent you from making a huge fucking mistake Fratchack podcast comes that rolling in to give you our top 10 tips to make this a fantastic Valentine's Day for you and your loved ones here at the Fratchack podcast. And note, I'm going to give you a quick freebie because uh, I think uh, everybody knows that if you are going to have some sexy time, uh, especially on Valentine's Day, why not give it your best? Why not be your best down there, down below? Why not have your boy feel like Pat Mahomes scoring the winning touchdown at the Super Bowl against the 49ers if the Chiefs win? Or Brock Purdy scoring the winning touchdown against the Chiefs if the 49ers win? We don't know. Just take whichever one happens and uh, roll with it. <laughs> Uh, you want your boy to be the best. So take a little joy mode with ya. Bring this with ya. Little packet. If you feel the date's going well, go ahead, put it in some water, check it down. Wait about 45 minutes. And, uh, you'll be good to go. And you can save 20% right now and get free shipping on your next joy mode purchase with promo code FRATCHAT at usejoymode.com. But you can also just go to usejoymode.com slash fratchat. And then you have to put anything in. Makes life easier. So do it. Save 20%. Again, that's joy mode, baby. Do it. And uh, I'm telling you, your loved one will thank you for it. So if you notice my sack, it's open. <laughs> it's great stuff. Anyways, I got one for my friend recently because he's having lots of sex. He's single and he's dating lots of girls. And I said, um, I was asking him uh, uh, the quality of sex. I said, if, if you're having so much sex, aren't you just exa- exhausted all the time? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, it's, it's like a full-time job, like boning all these bitches. <laughs> so I said, you know, you know what you need? You need joy. And I got him something. He loves it. Wow. Wow. And for the record... I know this is the name of the Frat Chat podcast, uh, but we don't condone calling girls bitches when you're banging them. You can call them hoes. <laughs> <laughs> a little different. <laughs> is it me or does buying a sex pill at a gas station feel super awkward? You know, you're like walking around and uh, you don't know what to get. The guy's definitely looking at you, judging you with every step. It's super weird. Plus, then we got to talk efficacy. Does it really work? Because my buddy once bought a condom from a gas station. And now he has three kids, so you tell me. 
So it's good to know that Jomoid is not only backed by its users, it's backed by science, people, which goes to show that science can be sexy sometimes. Now let me ask you something. Whether you're happy or unhappy with your performance in the bedroom, why not perform even better? Usain Bolt was the fastest man in the world, and he still wanted to run faster. So why not be an Olympic gold medalist in the bedroom, fellas? Because that's where Joy Mode comes in. Joy Mode's sexual performance booster is like a pre-workout, but for sex. It's designed to support erection, quality, firmness, and sex drives. And it contains clinically supported doses of ingredients like arginine nitrate, L-citrulline, Panex ginseng, and vitamin C, which is going to make your boy down below stronger than ever. Oh, yeah. Not only is this the only supplement you'll need in the bedroom, it also supports blood vessel support, cardiovascular and heart health, athletic performance, blood pressure, and general erection function. Plus, here are the game changers. All ingredients have been assessed in peer-reviewed journals, and all ingredients have been studied and researched in humans, so you know it works. And I don't know about you guys, but I'll never go back to over-the-counter drugs after trying joy mode. And psst. It's small enough to fit in your wallet and take it with you on the go. It's the perfect travel companion. And it's a powder, so you don't need to worry about it getting crushed in there. So all you got to do, fellas, is just go to usejoymode.com and get 20% off with the promo code FRATCHAT at checkout. That's 20% off and free shipping with promo code FRATCHAT at usejoymode.com. Great sex solved naturally. Oh, yeah. I think hoes is still in, right? Can you call a girl ho? No, I don't think so. Let me tell you, I boned some hoes back in the day. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, sometimes I'm a hoe myself. <laughs> and what's the what's the yeah, because guys can be hoes. Yeah, I think hoes are still in. You know, they can say hoes. But bitches, yeah, I don't know. Depends. But I can still call my friends bitches. Most of my guys' friends. But I don't know. You know what? <laughs> I say bitch all the time. I even I say even as like a colloquial like me too. endearment like hey bitch me too i like saying the word bitch i don't know what it is about it it's just very i don't know it just rolls right off the tongue yeah what's up bitches <laughs> you know i had someone i had someone a little while back tell me that i couldn't say the word crazy because it was discriminatory to people who are mentally You're ill a bitch you crazy I was like, you know how much fucking medicine i take i earned the right <laughs> yeah, to say crazy you should you should just take it started taking your meds right there in front of them it's like okay hold I on should. i think i can say it <laughs> 10 minutes I later eight pills with my name on that's it that's right the chris mordos it's deadly for most humans mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah oh my gosh i okay so i probably i hope they don't hear i hope my coworkers don't hear me say this but um, I forgot my meds when I went to Europe. And so I was in Europe for a week without my meds oh. and I went through crazy withdrawal. I mean, I was sweaty <sighs> and, um, I, like irritable. And so when I came back, the first thing I did was take my meds. And then, uh, I had this conference call with all the managers and on the conference call, one of the assistant managers had something to say about me that wasn't very nice, oh. but didn't realize that his mic was on. Oh. And I, I recommended everyone to like consolidate a lot of the communication into like one little binder. Right. Um, and, I, and I was like, do you guys need an, an extra binder? I think I, I gave you guys all one. And I heard this guy say, now Chris wants a yellow fucking binder for this shit or something. And then, and then his mic was on. So um, wow. it, it wasn't a big of a deal, but I called him afterwards and like really let him have it. And uh, 
on the grand scheme of things, I don't care. Who cares? Right. But I just needed an outlet. Totally. I was I had all this pent up frustration. I was like, this guy fucked with the wrong homo, <laughs> and I was just so excited to let just to let it out. Oh, totally. He was just an innocent bystander. You know what yeah, I mean? He, he fucked my up. rage. Yeah, yeah, that's that's something that you don't do. That's literally no no number one in business. You make sure that your fucking mic is mute, motherfucker. Like, are you serious? Before you say some dumbass shit, you're you're on Zoom. You can fucking wait till the call's over to scream that shit. Come on, bruh. If you're in business and you still slip up with that, you're an idiot. So I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. He's lucky he didn't get fired. If my any other job, I would done. That's something you get sent to your ass to HR fair. or fired. So chill out, bruh. Make sure your shit's on mute. Uh, so anyways, I don't know. Um, what an idiot. That sucks. <laughs> Anywho, uh, it's time to get to it. Valentine's Day. Uh, take us on your first tip, Mr. Mo. Okay. Well, I, um, I think there's so much emphasis on the other person mm-hmm. for Valentine's Day. That I think you forget to take care of yourself, mm-hmm. and I think that you should take some pride in your appearance, and that's gonna help um, impress the other person. So I guess what I'm saying is, you know, uh, for Valentine's Day, as you're planning all these things for the other person, don't forget to treat yourself to like maybe a haircut or a manicure or a facial or just something, uh, and then. Uh, They'll acknowledge it when they see you on Valentine's oh, Day. Absolutely. You know, they'll, they'll they'll notice that you have a little more pep in the step. But but I, I think it's important that you take care of yourself. Totally. Don't don't let yourself go while you're focusing on the other person. Totally. I fuck them. <laughs> you take care of you. That's right. Uh if you can clean your side of the aisle, the house will be cleaner anyways. Now there is uh I saw recently I've mentioned before in the show that on Reddit, I follow the, a Tinder group. It's basically these people. It's Tinder, and a, there's a Bumble one out there. It's basically these people posting, like, their horror stories on Tinder or, like, showing out, like, these like the idiot bros and the fucked up things people send or, or asking, like, hey, I'm not getting any, link, any likes. Like, what's wrong with my profile? And then people roast them. <laughs> it's pretty entertaining content. I'm not going to lie. But... I saw this profile the other day that was this guy and this lady wrote like, this guy can't be real. And he wrote like, he's looking for like a very petite lady. And it's like, I'm sorry that you judge me. I'm looking for a small, petite fit woman. Uh, you know, if girls can say they like tall guys on here, I can say that I'm looking for a little tiny, little, little petite girl. And then you scroll over to his picture. He was like a huge fat guy. And his profile picture was like him on a couch and like this gross little teeny tank tank top just oozing out of it. Like almost like eating a sandwich, looking up at the camera, like confused. <laughs> it's like, what? That's so delusional to me. That's and that's the thing. That's the word I was looking for. There's so many delusional idiots out there that demand so much from their partners when they look like shit themselves. And they are going to die alone because they think that they're tens, but in reality, there are solid twos on a good day. So people look good. Uh, let expect your partner, your partner can do the same, but you got to start with yourself. You will attract the same. So 
I'm with I'm with you, Mr. Mo. Take a pride in appearance in your special day. And for me, I'm gonna piggyback off of that. Uh, note that doesn't just mean the outward appearance. That means the inward. What's what's underneath? For example, if you're gonna go to Valentine's Day, don't fucking wear your lucky destroyed tattered boxers that have holes in them. <laughs> lucky time comes, they're gonna make you look bad. You don't want that shit. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't want your little sausage poking out before it's time. Mm-mm-mm. Also, uh, don't forget to trim the pubes, people. Okay. Yes. Uh, you can look great. You can uh, have a perfectly trimmed beard. You can do everything. You're manicured. You trim your nails, all that stuff. But if, for whatever reason, uh, your date decides there's sexy time afoot and she takes off your pants and your, and your underwear... And uh, out comes a Michael Jackson 70s fro. You're going to have a problem. So, you know, another Not little sponsor. Michael that we Jackson have. fro. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a big one. He, has, he had a big fro back in the day. Uh, so get your lawn, yourself a lawnmower 5.0 right now. Manscaped.com. Use promo code FRATCHAT. You save 20% and get free shipping right now. Plus, you can also get, like, all, like, the ball formulations. You know what I mean? Like the crap uh, preserver and your ball deodorant and all the good stuff. So then your boy will go out. Travel bag is so smooth. Mm -hmm. They even have boxers and stuff. They're super comfortable. And uh, I have to say, they're very form-fitting. They make you look nice. Uh, Guard your package nicely. And it helps to prevent chafing. There are a lot of their stuff. So uh, it'll, 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 you want your boy down there to look good. And if it looks good, I'm telling you, later on, it might feel good. That's uh, if you play your cards right. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, don't forget the inward stuff. Throw out those dirty boxers. Wear new ones. Trim those pubes. Make sure you look good. When you said focus on the inside, I thought at first I was like oral hygiene. <laughs> thought, oh no no no, he's going with mental health. And then better no, your you're going downtown, sir. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna lie, I take this lawnmower and I put it right inside my butthole. I mean, I oh, I just I go to town and it doesn't snag or cut anything. I mean, my I uh I feel like I had the prettiest primped booty hole on the planet <laughs> after I used this lawnmower yeah that's right if you're going to be also receiving you down there you all you know you want to be you know you don't want to make that thing hard to go into you know what i mean i'm not really big on like um uh having my asshole eaten but if someone felt the need to you know have a dessert i want to make sure that it looks nice that's you right know what i mean and, uh, <laughs> I got chocolate for you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Going on a Valentine's Day date with a giant pew force down there is kind of like bringing your mom to it. It's gonna get in the way of your sexy time later. Because no one wants to reach for your twig and berries down there and find themselves stuck in your bush. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm here to talk to you about the hero of Valentine's Day, the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, brought to you by Manscaped. This electric trimmer features skin safe technology guarding your V Day treasure against any grooming mishaps. It also comes with the brightest LED spotlight yet, which is brighter than your best romantic smile. Like, check this out. Pretty romantic. 
pretty handsome smile, right? Well, this is brighter. It's perfect for precise grooming, even in the trickiest spots. Oh, and it's waterproof too, making shower shaves a breeze, people. But hey, 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 that's not everything that the love doctor ordered. Oh, no, no, no. This package also features the Weed Whacker 2.0 nose hair trimmer to get them nasty little hairs out of there. It also features Manscaped's liquid formulations and two free goodies. The Shed Travel Bag and the Boxers 2.0 because comfort is king for all my dogs. Oh, yeah. And for a happy ending, there's the Manscaped Refined Cologne. It's the Valentine's Day touch to your grooming routine. Elevate your grooming routine and set the stage for romantic, smooth celebration that we can all love. And for the bearded kings such as myself, Manscaped also brings you the Beard Hedger Pro Kit, designed to shape your scrub effortlessly. It sculpts cheek lines and maintains beard styles, giving you that suave look for your romantic moments. Seamlessly handling even the thickest beards, it's the perfect tool for a polished, date-ready appearance. And right now, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use promo code FRATCHAT because your grooming upgrade awaits, ready to charm your Valentine's Day dates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, next on my list, I think it's nice to have some element of surprise. I think spontaneity is sexy, so I don't think it's necessary for you to give the details of the entire night to your significant other. Even if they're yeah. type A, I still think that you should keep some of it to yourself. Totally. So, um, if you, uh, if the, if 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 you want to keep to yourself the actual restaurant or the time or the movie or whatever you have planned, just just keep it to yourself and mm-hmm. and just tell tell the person that you're with that you've got it taken care of. Totally, and especially if you know your partner pretty well, you know the things they like and don't, then you don't really need that much input just as long as they're you know that they're available you let them know hey we're doing something i got this don't worry it's cool uh the only time i will recommend if it's to do that if you're just starting to see someone because you might fuck that up (laughs) so make sure you get dietary uh allergies choices things like that uh or at least i have a little list if you're gonna do that but yes i agree it's good to plus it's good to show that you can be spontaneous even, you know, or, or surprise your partner. Like, you know, you date people long enough and it's like, you see all those TV shows do this often where they have an episode where the couple all of a sudden knows all their jokes or knows all their stories. And they go, are we in a funk? We know everything about each other. You know what I mean? It's good to prevent shit like that. Like the show, Hey, you know, still, still got a little fun side over here that uh, can come out to play. So I'm with you. Let me tell you what's not a surprise. Go on. Red carnations <laughs> are the cheapest of the cheapest. And if you're yeah. going to surprise me with red carnations, I'm going to give them back to you. Mm-hmm. Not interested. We know. Our fraternity flowers. I was going to say, we know how cheap they are because they were our fraternity flowers. So you can, you know, for initiation, I used to have to buy them for the pledges. Um, and you can get a bouquet for like six bucks. <laughs> Keep up with inflation. Yeah, I remember they used to give. They used to try to give them away on campus, like mm-hmm. on our like tall cap epsilon, like founders day. Like here's a red carnation and people, people would be like, no gross. I don't want that cheap shit. Get that yeah. away from me. A Plus red carnations, carnation. Me? Uh, carnations actually signify the friendship flower. So oh, you give really? that shit. 
to someone you're trying to get with, you know, you're asking them to get stuck in the friend zone. So get roses, get lilies, get anything with fucking carnation. That could be a carnation and a cool bouquet, but don't get a bouquet of carnations. (laughs) That's a great point. But but not white lilies. Remember when that guy oh, yeah. brought flowers to me at that show, and there's a whole bunch of that white was a lilies huge basket too. That was like I couldn't stop thinking about bringing white lilies to my grandma's funeral. Oh, uh, <laughs> give dead people. You know that's what I mean? True. And he came by himself too with his giant bag. I just remember because there was a good amount of people at the show that night, and then all of a sudden this dude walks in with that fucking. <laughs> And I was like, oh my god. Oh god, this is gonna go great. Or this is how Simo gets shot up on stage by some murderous movie. I hate flowers. Yeah. That's what, I don't know how we re- I mean I feel so emasculated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's like I like giving flowers, but like, you know. Totes. As I th- I think my only thing that you might consider I don't I don't even think it's considering girly, but I love candles. <laughs> There's this awesome candle store right here in Hoboken. Uh that is fucking awesome. Uh, right on Second Street in Hoboken. Uh, I forget the name of it right now. <laughs> I'm Googling it real quick. Wicked well, Sense. Sure they appreciate this plug. Yeah, it's a free plug. Wicked They're not sense? sponsoring us, but I literally like go in there all the time. They're dog friendly and they're super nice. They love Stella and they give her a little cookie every time we're in there. So I make sure to spend my money in gold. Like literally I have the happy birthday candle. I got this one. I got this Baltic amber giant one that's, you know, still has plenty in the tank. This is my confidence and freedom one that's almost out. <laughs> it's like, I just go in there and they smell so good. I got addicted to them because when I used to do PR, one of my uh, clients was working with the Procter & Gamble brand, which had like Febreze, Swiffer, all that shit. And Febreze had came out with scented candles for a while. So then I got into like then I was like oh shit candles are awesome, and I would they would give us free samples too. So like for a while I had like a stockpile of Febreze candles and life was great. And now I found this store. It's like ooh. So I honestly spent way too much money on candles, but they're great. So check them out. Wicked Sense, great prices, uh, doggy friendly in Hoboken, New Jersey. Oh yeah. Um. And now. Next is you. It's me. I talked about sexy spontaneity. Oh, yeah. And that's a pretty big word for a CMO, by the way. So why don't we give him a hand? (laughs) 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 Okay. This one uh, is a little tip for you guys that uh, I think some of you need to hear this. Uh, If you're cooking for Valentine's Day, do it. Only if you can actually fucking cook. <laughs> you know, getting a reservation can be a total shit show. We'll get there. So some people opt to cook at home during Valentine's Day, which is totally fine. However, if you've never cooked before, this is not the occasion to try to learn. Like, it isn't. Not even not even if it's like a, one of those, like, box delivery food uh, where, it's, where you just have to follow directions. No. You will fuck this up. And it's going to take way too much time. You're going to get all dirty. Your date's going to be like, this guy is a fucking weirdo. Uh, you're going to be all sweaty. And I'm not going to lie, your date will spend the rest of their night on their knees, violently puking your efforts into the toilet. Not the way you want them on their knees. So 
chill. If you don't know how to cook, it's okay. Get some get some delivery shit or some pre-made stuff. Tell them, hey, this is like basic. We're going to go cheap today, but this weekend when it's not Valentine's Day, I'll take you out somewhere awesome. I don't know. But get out of cooking if you can't cook. Word of advice. <laughs> no, you can do. You can get like um, um, those like frozen, like pre-made dinners. You just put them on a skillet yeah. and just warm them up. Like it's like shrimp fettuccine alfredo type stuff totally or like Simo said in the last one be spontaneous you can literally go and pick up let's say your date has a bunch of different items and different restaurants they love pick an item from each menu that they love and fucking go pick them all up go do the (laughs) remember uh ricky bobby uh, tallahassee night when they when they go to thanksgiving dinner i think it was and it's like oh like Domino's, oh, yeah. mcdonald's <laughs> do that if you fucking care i don't care but don't cook there's there's much other there's millions of options that you can do there's pre-made things there's restaurants that you can order to go from it still uh just don't be stupid you're gonna fuck this up and it's like i don't know about you guys but for me personally when i have a bad meal it like just like ruins my day. <laughs> I just want to go home and eat something better. You know, <laughs> it's like when you order something from a restaurant that's not your favorite item, and all of a sudden it's just not good. And say like, if I just order what I get every time, this wouldn't be happening. I, it fucks my day up. So, <laughs> I what fucks my day up is when the trains aren't cooperating in the morning. Oh yeah, I know we've gotten spoiled though. Because like if you think about it. I mean, unless it's like two in the morning and you have that 45 minute wait train, which obviously you use a blur for us all. Usually the most you have to wait for a train is like 10 minutes. But like those 10 minutes feel like three hours when you're in a rush or, or you're not expecting it. You know what I mean? It fucks me up. Those, those 10 minutes are a mental mind fuck sometimes. And it's definitely spoiled. Like if I have to wait for an Uber, it's usually more than 10 minutes or my friend to pick me up or whatever, uh, especially for the convenience of the subway. But in those 10 minutes, it's not like the nice Italian trains you rode or even the ones in Montreal or anywhere, anywhere else in the world. Nice and clean. In the 10 minutes, New York City subway, you see some shit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Of course. And you know what else? In, um, when I was in Milan, I didn't see one rat in the streets. And I was oh, like, yeah. how is this such an old city and they don't have any rats? Mm-hmm. And they were known for rats. The bubonic plague was mm-hmm. like spread because of rats. Totally. And they don't have them now. And New York has all these rats. I don't understand. Yeah, we're fucked. It's like Eric Adams, fix it. <laughs> they actually, he did come up with a person whose job is, to, is a, rat, a rat task force lady. And apparently she's doing, really? she's doing okay. So we'll see. But I mean, I still see them all the time. So uh, I see them everywhere. It's going to be a while before uh, that problem gets any better. Uh, but yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Don't cook. What you got next? Well, I, I also want to say that I, I think it's the brand is called Bird's Eye or something. It's this like frozen brand that you can like mm. um, just microwave, steam them in the bag. Yep. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. So the grocery store, I. Um, I get edamame and I steam them in the bag and then uh, I put them on a big dish, put some uh, lime and some salt on it. And it looks so fancy. And it's literally, I literally just microwave it for five minutes. Oh, that's awesome. But when you, but when you start with edamame before a meal, I think it like elevates the the meal. 
I agree. There's something about when when I, whenever I go to like a sushi place and they just throw me a little edamame and the salt, you know, dip in soy sauce. It's like, mm. I feel like uh, so good. And it's a good like talking appetizer. It's not too messy, not too you know, not too filling. It's just a good little. I, I'm with you. Good little plus up. Oh, well, yeah. my next one here is actually maybe a little personal for me, but um, I just remember last year my husband and I were not agreeing and seeing eye to eye on anything it was our first year um yeah it was our first year of marriage yeah and um uh i remember i just sucked it up and got him like a nice little flower like a planted flower and with a nice oh, yes, car that was like, oh you sucked it up sorry uh, i sucked it up i, was like, I, I <laughs> got confused uh, i sucked it up <laughs> And just got him a little something and a nice little card and said, I understand that we're not agreeing at the moment, but I still love you. And he got me nothing um, because he was angry. And I thought that even just despite the climb of your relationship, you have to make an effort this day. You just have yeah. to. Because then yeah. the other person is going to see a reminder of what everyone else in the world is doing, except for their significant other. Totally. And then also like, you can much easier get past the bullshit when you see your significant other do something cute like that. Or it's like, it reminds you that you love them. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm -hmm. you should, this is the one day a year where you have a freebie people where you can just show someone you care. And it's like, even the smallest thing, you get them a $5 teddy bear. This is, I love you from Walgreens. It's cute. Do anything. If I could do something. It's not that honestly, like back in the day, if you order flowers online, sure, they're like a hundred bucks, but you can fucking go to the grocery store and get nice flowers for 15. Like there's, you know, effort doesn't have to be a million dollars. It just needs to show someone you give a fuck. Hell, a $4 card with a very nice message for me goes a longer way than anything that you could buy me because I'd rather know that you give a shit. You know what I mean? So, uh, it's not that hard to do literally anything for your significant other. But some people, some people get taken by ego, and I've seen that in relationships a lot. It's, oh no, I'm mad. I'm not gonna do shit. It's like at the end of the day, you're gonna get over the argument, but you'll never forget that the holiday was ruined or the special day because of your fucking ego. Correct. You know, so then it becomes a problematic thing later on. Uh, or a black stain in your record almost. So be better, people. Be better, not bitter. That's like the situation would say in the Jersey Shore. Better, not bitter. I never heard that before. Yeah, that's good, right? A t shirt. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he does. That guy has all kinds of t shirts for his wacky sayings, but I like that. Be better, not bitter. Shout out to the situation. And uh, actually, while Simo was away, Julie and I reviewed our favorite moments in the Jersey Shore last week. So check him out. Fun little mm -hmm. episode. Uh, shout out situation. Uh, anywho. Yeah, I really agree with that. Uh, make an effort. And uh, I'm going to go with one that uh, is easy, but at the same time, you better be smart with. Uh, you want to go casual? That's totally fine. Sure. But set expectations with your partner first. Because <laughs> we live in a world where some people are in a casual night in. And some people are kind of shallow as shit. You know what I mean? They like see like these like crazy 
festivities by their favorite celebrities or, or influencers on Instagram. That's what they want. So if you want to go casual, feel it out with your significant other first and see how they feel about it. Or else you might find yourself back in the dating sites. <laughs> Just saying. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's cool. I, for example, I'm a casual guy. I love going casual. I love going to a nice restaurant and eating, but I also love a casual night in. That's never a problem with me. Uh, I know that Julie loves to do things. She likes to go out. She likes to be out in places. So for me, like if we, like this year, we decided, okay, you know, we'll do the restaurant thing the weekend. So that's not Valentine's Day. And then Valentine's Day, we'll probably like make some bomb ass food at home and do something nice. Uh, but we set those expectations and we've been dating for a while. So we, at this point, we've done Valentine's Day in a restaurant. We've done Valentine's Day out. We've done done pretty much all everything that you can do for Valentine's Day. So we, you know, we have these, we can set expectations and we have fun and we're happy. Some people like to surprise their significant other, as we said, as we said earlier, which is a good thing. Uh, but if you're going to build up a surprise and the surprise is just sitting in your couch and, you know, eating like homemade mac and cheese in your underwear, uh, I don't know. They might not be into it so much. Or maybe they love that. I don't know. But you got to talk. I would love that. Yeah. Like, if you don't have to go out, for me, I'm happiness. But some people, they like the finer things. So to fill out your partner, uh, to gauge what kind of evening it should be. A little word. If my husband told me to come home, not to make any plans, that he's got everything taken care of, if if I didn't have to cook anything or clean anything and – um. I had a uh, clean pair of pajamas waiting for me. I'd be in heaven. Yeah. For me, that's a perfect day too. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. I would love that shit. End it with yeah. some Ed and Jerry's and a side of lactate. Oh my God. I'd be ecstatic. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, but some people are, you know, higher maintenance than we are. I just say it. Like, and that's why for me, it's more about like doing something together and like, you know, fun and relaxing, whatever. Some some people like like the the fantasy Valentine's Day. So feel out like your partner so you can do something you both enjoy. And note, if you're one of those people that love the Disney princess Valentine's Day, uh, again, set your expectations. You shouldn't fucking at the end of the day. It's a made up holiday. <laughs> your significant other shouldn't have to fucking go broke on you on Valentine's Day. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if so, you better be fucking getting them something of equal value. Rather than just your goddamn presence is all I'm saying. They shouldn't go broke. However, my next one is on the other side of the spectrum. Don't rely on your local convenience store for presents. Because we all go through in New York. A lot of us grocery shop at convenience stores. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's no supermarkets. And if there are, they're expensive as piss. Because it's all like Whole Foods. Well, I lived in Maryland when I was living, um, you know, like when I went to college. I would go to the grocery store maybe once a week and just mm-hmm. buy everything I needed for the week and, you know, good to go. But then when I lived in Chicago, New York, uh, if I needed like, like, I don't know, milk or eggs, or whatever, I just go to your local Walgreens Walk and just grab whatever I can Between carry with my hands and, just, and then, and then go home. Yeah. So I, I feel like we all uh, mm. navigate through these Walgreens and Rite Aids and CVS's and Dwayne Reed's all we go through these all the time so we we see the caliber of gifts that are on the shelves totally. so if you surprise your significant other with a box of chocolates and a teddy bear that's in the window of your local Walgreens <laughs> yeah, that they walk by every day 
Yeah, it's not impressive. So do not rely on just order something on Amazon that they've never seen before, yeah. at the very least, you know? Totally. And Amazon's so cheap too, you know what I mean? That you can you can pretty much get whatever you want these days. Um honestly, this episode comes out at midnight of the thirteenth. Because we released our content literally midnight of the morning of the Tuesday, which means you can probably order something as you hear this, and it'll still be there in time for Valentine's Day. Because I do 24-hour delivery. Correct. If you're on Prime. So uh, it's not too late. Get on there. Do that. Um, now, I feel like there is the only fun way to do the local Walgreens gift is if you, like, went balls out with it. Like, let's say if, like, if I show up at every single teddy bear that Walgreens has to offer, that's kind of fun. I don't know what you do with the teddy bears after. That's up it's to you. fine, but I also but... <laughs> know that you only walked around the corner. That's true. That's one hundred percent true. And plus, that's I feel like that's also what you do. Like you exchange those gifts and like office pot parties. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, it's like uh, yeah, that's what you do. You just get a couple of Walgreens teddy bears, pass them around. Oh, happy Valentine's Day, Jim. <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, I'm with you. Make make the make the extra effort. And again, you can go to, for example, there's my Hoboken grocery store. I mean, it's the one. There's the one. It's expensive here. Uh, it's called Aspen Market. It's kind of like a gourmet little place. But their flowers are fantastic. It's like even like I used to have a flower lady here in Hoboken, but she shut down. And she's the one that told me, hey, I mean, now that I'm not working, I'll give you a tip. Go to that. Go to the Aspen Market. They got great flowers. Uh, other places have fantastic flowers. Do your research. Find out where you can get something good that you don't have to break the bank. Uh, but don't be stupid either. You know, sometimes you buy all these expensive flowers on the internet; they're not that good. So watch, watch, watch where you shop on the other side of the spectrum. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, cheaper is not always better. So <laughs> uh, I'm with you there. Watch the Walgreens gifts. Anywho. Um, my next little tippy tip is a one for the first time daters out there. Never, and I repeat, ever make Valentine's Day a first date. It's tacky as hell, and you're asking for a relationship failure. There's too much pressure. There's too much shit going on. It's like there's movies about this. There's there's plays. There's shows. There's everything, and it never really goes well. You should, I feel like you should at least go, and this is me, on at least three dates with someone, maybe two at the very least, with Valentine's being the third, before asking them to Valentine's Day. Because, I mean, after Valentine's Day, if you do a nice date, the expectation's there to kind of like, you got to get it on. <laughs> so hopefully yeah, someone you want to have some sexy time with. So you don't want to put all that pressure on the first date. That's too much. Uh, and also, like, you want to also, think- like, Spend an arm and a leg on a first date, and if you don't even know it's going to go anywhere, you know, yes, you should... exactly. You don't want to invest so much money if there's no chemistry, you don't know totally. You have no so idea. I feel like for if it's a first date and it happens to land on Valentine's Day, then maybe if you met at a bar for a drink or two, right? Okay, but when it comes to like dinner, you don't want to, you should never even have dinner on a first date, in my opinion. I think it should always be like a beer or coffee just to kind of feel them out because then you're then you're obligated to finish the meal when you might know at that point it's not going to go yeah usually i mean i'm pretty good at feeling out people 
but I mean, before I met Julie, when I was out dating, that's Dean Island, Tommy. If you think, no, 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 I'm kidding, people. <laughs> but you know, I feel like by the time I order drinks and appetizers, I know like if I'm into the person or not. If they're a total giant bitch, you know, you can you can tell how how they treat a server is, you know, like if they order a drink, and they're an asshole about it. I'm like, oh, done, hundred percent, I'm done. So it's very you usually know early on if there's, there's chemistry now. You might be a simp and be like, just like, oh, this person's really hot, so I'm gonna look past uh, the red flags and keep going on with the date. But you should usually know right away. You know, <laughs> their facial attraction is right there. So if, as soon as you see the person, you know, ooh, do I, do I feel mojo? But there's also like, there's almost that je ne sais quoi where you feel it or you don't, and it's 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 like that's a little electricity. You know what I mean? Like, eh. So mm-hmm. you, you gotta be aware of these things. I'm with you. I should do. You should do drinks, nothing too heavy, nothing too complicated. Uh, and first date, don't go too heavy on Valentine's Day. It's not not gonna work well. Anyways, track next. We each have one left. Oh yeah. Well, this one, um, this one is gonna lead into yours a little bit as well. But I just think that um, we know that Valentine's Day is the same date every year. Mm-hmm. So. You can hear me, right? Is my microphone? No, it's good. Is my microphone working okay? okay? Yeah, it's good. Um, I I think that it's it's the same date every year. There's no excuse to not be prepared. It's yeah. it's no different than Christmas being the same date. You know, like mm-hmm. you, you should know that Christmas is around the corner. You have to start buying presents. So if if Valentine's Day is around the corner and you know if if it's February first and you're like, oh, I know this month is Valentine's Day month. Uh, well, it was Black History Month, but it's also Valentine's Day is is coming up in two weeks. Order a present now, you know. Totally. Then, uh, or order order your chocolate to your stuffed animal or whatever beforehand before everything uh, is out of stock because totally. flowers, chocolates, reservations, everything goes fast. So mm-hmm. if if you if you know that your significant other likes a particular type of chocolate. Get it, get it a couple of weeks early. It doesn't go bad. Totally. Get it early. Totally. If 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 you know that your significant other likes a particular type of flower, um, you can you can make your reservation for that flower early. You mm-hmm. don't have to wait until the week of Valentine's Day. For sure. Um, you should just get it early. And it's like as we said earlier, when you're you know in your local convenience store, uh, there's plenty of reminders that Valentine's Day is coming. They put out that Valentine's Day fucking toys and candy early as shit. Yeah. So you have at least a month when you start seeing the fucking Valentine's Day stuff coming out. So there's really no excuse. Wherever you live in the world, or no, not in the world, where you live in America, you're going to go into a local Walgreens, CVS, pharmacy, whatever, and you're going to see mm-hmm. some Valentine's Day stuff. So... You got no, you got no excuse, dude. Just do it early. Uh, I'm with you. But note, I'm going into my last one. If you don't have a reservation at this point to a restaurant or whatever, it's too late. Don't even bother. At this point, it's either all booked up, or you're gonna get that bullshit seating. Like, uh, like I took a date once. 
on Valentine's Day. And this was, you know, I was younger. I was my high school girlfriend. I didn't know you got to call ahead for these things. I assume there's going to be plenty of seating. And the restaurant we got, I was like, oh, yeah, we have we have tables. Don't worry. Uh, they had put these makeshift teeny tiny tables, like two seaters, in between the regular tables. And so that's what we were sitting on. And so, like, you, you get a fucking bread and two drinks on the table, and you're already full. There's no room for your food. The waiter has to sneak through these awkwardly makeshift sections, uh, which makes it very dangerous and likely for spills. People bump into you. You're hearing the couple it's next awful. to you. Off. It's not ADA compliant. So if Absolutely. you're in a wheelchair, it sucks yes. for you. Yes. And it's I, so awkward. I, I, yes. I agree with you 100%. And, and that's the one thing that I thought was the benefit of um, – uh the pandemic remember when they could only let like half the restaurant in yeah i was like oh this is a dream i know it wasn't nice for the restaurant owners but for me i was like oh this is so nice because no, in new york every every the seating is always really cramped but mm-hmm. on valentine's day it's the worst the worst the worst and people you know the the restaurant i don't blame them they're trying to make a buck you know what i mean but they punish the people that make the reservations <laughs> by having them sit cramped with the people that don't so at this point, it's fe- by the time this comes out, it'll be February thirteenth. If you don't have a reservation, haven't figured out what the fuck you're gonna where you're gonna go, don't even bother. It's it's game over. Figure out Plan B. Get takeout. Uh, get a bunch of uh, the other options we listed in the below, but uh, don't even bother. It's gonna be awful. Like uh, Julie and I also went one day to this restaurant here in Hoboken, where it's a Spanish place and the food's amazing. But it was Valentine's Day. And they plan for overflow seating by putting a bunch of tables downstairs in the wine cellar, which I'm not going to lie. It looked very cool, but clearly they were not able to fucking staff the place and, and make food for like doubling the seating of the place with the same staff. So literally we were there for maybe like three and a half hours. And it was like a hostage situation because we had ordered everything and you're just waiting and eventually, like, we befriended the tables next to us because everybody was in the same boat. So eventually, it's just like, what do you do? Yeah. And we were, like, going delirious. At least they kept the drinks coming. But then at that point, it's like you're shit-faced <laughs> waiting for your food. And it almost became a mutiny. It was like, this was right after the Fire Festival documentary had come out, too. So we're all, everybody in there was like, <laughs> like this was like the Fire Festival. And we're all laughing. And it's like, by the time we ate, like, it, it's, it was legitimately three hours later. And it was a nightmare. It was like never doing that again. So, yeah. And we no, we had reservations too. So it's like they're they're just trying to make a penny. This is the one time a year, well, one of a few times a year, where they know that they can scam you. <laughs> so be smart about where you go. If you don't have a reservation, you're beat. Just fucking move on. Take the L. <laughs> uh, but anywho, what do you, do you have plans? That, um, or, or maybe it's a surprise. I don't know. For you and Julie, do you guys have something you do traditionally every year on Valentine's Day? Um, well, the one thing I'm going to try to do, I can't say on the air. <laughs> Anal. Not just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, my thing is, I like to get Julie flowers during the holidays. So, and no matter what it is, she usually uh, gets a pretty nice bouquet. Um, so that's that's like the the common ground that I get on things. But for Valentine's Day, we we try to 
be spontaneous every year. Sometimes we'll do things at home. Sometimes we'll go out. Um, this year, I, I think but we're she gonna... always has a nice assortment of carnations. Yeah, that's right. Sweet guy. Red carnations. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll take it easy. Get 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 some food, and I think during the weekend we'll do like a bigger date. But this year we're like, nah, let's let's avoid the rush of Valentine's Day. And plus, we're, I'm a good cook, and she's great at making desserts and stuff. So we can we can tag team and make a bomb ass Valentine's Day meal. Um, and make it, you know, make it a couple's thing. It's, it's, it's romantic. It's nice. Well, my husband's in Brazil, so I'll be spending Valentine's Day alone, masturbating and crying in the shower. <laughs> um, especially <laughs> after I open up a Valentine's Day card for my mother. Every time uh, she sends me a Valentine's Day card, I'm like, Mom. This is, this is <laughs> just like high this. school. <laughs> I know. And then also... She'll send me chocolates that I'm allergic to. So I, I can't have peanuts. And every year I'm like, mom, like I can't have Reese's. And she'll say, you know, you and your sister have so many allergies. I can't keep them straight. And I'm like, mommy, there's one allergy. It's mine. And it's a bad one. I can't have peanuts. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, <laughs> hopefully. Well, on that note. On that depressing note. <laughs> that. Uh, was our list uh, here at the Frat Chat Podcast and uh, let me hit you with the there you go that was our Valentine's Day our top 10 was a little bonus one tips to enjoy this Valentine's Day and to make sure you don't fuck up this Valentine's Day to make sure it's the best it can be so let us know what you thought of our list give us a follow on all social channels and let us know if you have any tips as well for a perfect Valentine's Day and uh, we'll share uh, that's that Frat Chat Podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, on YouTube. Uh, you can follow me as well. Carlos does, Carlos does the World on Instagram, on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Carlos Does World on Twitter slash X. And follow my buddy Simo over there as well at chris.more.comedy. On Instagram and TikTok, it's Seymourcomedy on Twitter slash X. Oh, yeah. It's Valentine's Day time, baby. So it's time to feel the love. So, Mr. Mo, it's time to go. So, won't you get us out of here? I motion to adjourn this meeting. And I second. All right, you guys. Happy V Day week. And that's Valentine's Day, not venereal disease day. That's next week. But we'll be back next week with another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. Is the Fragile Podcast. We'll see you. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.